beautiful souls. Welcome to the Awakening Hour, a podcast for spiritual beings navigating this human experience. I'm your host, Reverend Melissa Ketchum, also known as the Nomadic Minister. Come with me on this epic journey and let's get lit from within. Beautiful souls, I hope this finds you blessed and abundant. I will admit I have taken a couple weeks off from this podcast, just really feeling, I don't know, kind of out of alignment. And it's pretty interesting because I felt called to talk about what it looks like to feel out of alignment and what it feels like to be in alignment. And I wanted to share some practices and some tools that can assist you to just coming back to your natural state, your homeostasis, your place of truth and knowing, which is your home. I'd like to assist you in coming back home. So May was a wild and wonderful month for me personally, and I hope it was for you as well. I hope it was enriching. I hope that your manifestations and desires that you had set forth at the beginning of the month, I hope that they were brought into fruition for you. Um, Some of my big milestones were checked off my bucket list. I was featured on the cover of River Valley Women's Magazine for um, Melly Made Artistry, which is my fashion design brand. I've actually been designing for many years. I graduated with a degree in fashion design from the Art Institute of Colorado. And I've been doing freelance work here and there, and I've really taken a different direction um, away from design for a good majority of the past, mm, I don't know, 10 years. I've been in an ebb and flow of really wanting to create, but then really wanting to just focus on sobriety and spirituality and healing modalities. So just the recognition um, that I received from this magazine being featured for Melly Maid and also um, they did ask about, you know, my healing practice as a spiritual wellness coach with Gilded Heart Coaching, kind of what that entails and how I serve. And it's beautiful to see how the creative part of myself is really in alignment with the spiritual healing. I always call it transcendence through beauty and creative expression. I feel that is the best way to explain what it is that I do. And, you know, we are all creators. We are all artists who are creating these masterpieces that are our lives. Um, We are in charge of co-creating what it is that we desire and what it is that we wish to bring into fruition in this life. So 
I really love to combine my artistry, my creativity with processes and techniques that allow us to tap into that part of ourselves. Because, you know, when it comes down to it, we're all just beautiful children that come into this experience knowing full well what it is that we are meant to do. We come in with the blueprint of our lives and we get persuaded elsewhere. So I just love to encourage and inspire people to align with their childhood dreams because that's really what it is. It's who are you before the world told you who to be? And I feel that lies in childhood. So big deal, something major to celebrate. And then several weeks later, I um, was commissioned by a law firm called Fredrickson and Byron. Um, They asked me to create an entry for a fashion show called Raw Fusion. It is presented by the Minnesota River Builders Association, and it is a fundraiser. And they just ask that as you submit an entry, they just ask that you use building materials to create um, some sort of garment. And so the theme of the fashion show was Land of 10,000 Lakes. And so our entry was a Minnesota winter. So that was really fun to create. It just, I love creating costume-like whimsical pieces. And that's really what this felt like. It was, she was basically, you know, she was the perfect model. She looked like Elsa. She was tall, blonde, gorgeous. And uh, I turned her into a big snowflake, big walking snowflake. So it was really fun. And that entry actually won People's Choice. So so many wonderful things to celebrate related to fashion and um so those were a couple big milestones another one that happened this month and um I don't say any of this to just you know brag it's just you know where I'm at and just want to update you all um and it's exciting and I would love to share your celebrations as well. So always feel free to reach out to me and let me know what's happening in your life Um, so we can celebrate together. That's what life is all about. Um, Celebration. So speaking of celebration, I got the opportunity to officiate my first wedding as well in May. So just all these wonderful milestones. Um, It was a beautiful ceremony. It was um, two amazing, impeccable, beautiful humans who um, are just deeply, deeply in love, and their love was so inspiring. So I had the honor to officiate that wedding, and it was just, love was definitely in the air. So, you know, so many things, big pivotal moments in life, big celebrations, but I do want to say that Um, May has also been difficult and um, just processing trauma, like really deep guttural uh, trauma that, um, you know, I explored and discovered through a hypnotherapy session 
Um, it was a memory that I had completely shut out because of the nature of its experience. So I don't feel comfortable at this time disclosing what it was, but I just want to say, you know, like, this is life. Beautiful, pivotal, inspiring moments, but also moments that bring us to our knees, that overcome us, that feel almost surreal, um, and not in the best way either. So, you know, it's part of the duality of this experience, and it's such a gift to be able to feel so deeply and to experience different emotions on the spectrum of life. And this experience, this healing that I'm specifically talking about, this traumatic event, has really shaken quite a bit up within my life. And it's made me question a lot about mm, my interactions with those I love and how I move through this experience of life. And what I love about hypnotherapy, it is so powerful. Um, you know, this deep work is not for the faint of heart. And I feel that hypnotherapy is great in showing you what you need to know that is on a subconscious level that may be sabotaging many areas of your life without you even realizing it. It really gives you that pinpoint and that root cause of how you may be, um, yeah, basically just sabotaging your experience um, and creating um, conflict and, um, all sorts of things can come from that, but yeah, it's good. It's good to heal. And it's, this is what we are here for. So that's kind of my little life update. And I'm just sending all of you so much love. Thank you for being a part of this journey with me as I, step into my power and step into my voice. I still find myself having a difficult time speaking my truth and articulating my words. So if you've enjoyed this podcast, I just appreciate it immensely. Um, I appreciate your support. And, you know, if you feel called, um, I would love it if you, you know, shared this podcast with a friend that you feel might resonate or, um, you know, leave a review to let others know what they can expect in this podcast. I would appreciate it with my whole, whole heart. So with all that being said, I wanted to share with you what it looks like to live out of alignment. I personally feel that living out of alignment can feel like trudging through mud. It's dense, it's heavy, and it feels like you're going nowhere. It can feel dark and desolate. And you can feel just so disconnected from your light and your truth here in this place of being out of alignment. 
even if you are processing some heavy, heavy stuff, you can still be in alignment. As I was processing um, this instance that I was talking about earlier, as I was processing that, sure, I wanted to give up, I wanted to give in, I wanted to cave in and start using substances. I, I was wanting an escape. I wanted to numb my pain because it felt so overwhelming. But I didn't. I sat with it and I observed the feelings. I ob- observed the ideas that were pointing me to substances because that's always been my escape. That has always been what I thought has worked for me in the past. So when we are in alignment, we allow ourselves to feel. We allow ourselves to process. And we know that this too shall pass. It is only temporary. Nothing in this life is permanent at all. So we're able to process from a place of the sacred observer, as I've talked about before in many episodes, being able to look at it from that bird's eye perspective and feeling empowered in how you interact with it. You do not give your power away to the situation. You do not give your power away to substances. You sit with the dense, heavy feelings And you call your power back when you do that. And that is being in alignment. When we are out of alignment, we give our power away freely. Sometimes that may even look like, you know, giving our power away to our doctors, our psychiatrists, our psychics that we see or psychics on the internet, whatever it is. We give away the power and our God-given right to discern what aligns with us and what doesn't. We essentially tell our intuition that, that we don't trust it, that we don't trust ourselves with the decisions that are at hand, with the situation that is being presented to us and this is simply not the truth and we know that we know that when we are living out of alignment we allow fear to paralyze us and this paralysis analysis can really take hold of us it can prevent us from acting from a place of faith and trust but it can bring forth lack and insecurity if we allow it. So living in alignment is essentially feeling the fear and doing it anyway. Moving through it, overcoming, allowing fear to be your indicator of what's important but nothing more than that. When we are living out of alignment, we play safe by quieting our voice, 
our dulling, our outward expression, are not showing up fully as ourselves. We give into societal conditioning about who we should be or how we should show up in this world. Again, another way of giving our power away to others, allowing others to dictate who we need to be or who we should become. We are not following our inner guidance system, our heart's compass, and the intuitive nudges that are pointing us to the path that will bring us into highest alignment. This journey is not for the faint of heart. This journey is for those who can put the blinders on, who can trudge forward, march forward to the beat of their own drum, who can look at some of these societal constraints evaluate them, but not take them on, not take them on as their own identity. Those who want to live in alignment will share their gifts with the world. They will enjoy this co-creative process with the divine. Those who choose to live out of alignment will gatekeep their gifts. They choose not to share them with the world. They choose to hide them or suppress them. Those who are in alignment with their divine knowing become an unshakable force for the greater good of all mankind because they've said yes to alignment and they've said yes to expansion. We are not meant to be placed in boxes and constricted. We are meant to spread our wings and soar and be unique individual expressions of the divine. And I believe that when we live in alignment, opportunities and manifestations flow to us almost effortlessly. Clients pop out of nowhere. Opportunities almost fall from the sky. And it's important to notice them as they're coming to you and offering just the utmost gratitude for these gifts. Because gratitude is the attitude. And the more that we give thanks for what we are given, especially if it is in a state of alignment the more we can expect to receive. And we serve an abundant and prosperous and infinite creator, an expansive divine intelligence. So we get to choose moment to moment whether or not we want to stay in alignment with our truth and our knowing that we are pure God source divinity, or if we want to live out of alignment and give in to our conditioning, 
give in to our ego and what it's telling us that we are, that we are worthless, we are unworthy, we will never be good enough. It is time to call back our power, to claim our divinity, and to live these beautiful, beautiful lives. So, as I mentioned, it's a moment-to-moment process, a process that we're actively participating in. And what it boils down to in each and every moment is, will we choose love or fear? And I would say that love is alignment. Fear is living out of alignment because we are love. So I always ask my heart center, my heart compass for guidance. Every morning when I wake up, I tap into my heart. I wake my heart up. I thank my heart for guiding me to this place and guiding me throughout this day. And then I ask my heart, what is it that you would like me to do today? If I have a big decision that I have to make that day, if I, you know, wake up just with uncertainty, I always ask my heart these questions that arise. And the answers that I look for within my body are sensations. So when something is a yes, It feels expansive, it feels big, it feels joyous. Some people may say this is a full body yes. You just know it. And when I tap into my heart and I feel constriction, or I feel maybe some dis-ease about it, It may mean that I'm still working through this process and looking for answers. Or it may mean that it's a no at this time. And I always, always honor what my heart is telling me and I move from that place of knowing and trust. It doesn't always make sense to the mind It's not always something that can be quantified. But I believe that this information is always correct because it is connected to divinity, to the one beating heart, which is us, which is creation herself. And this practice is called a practice for a reason. It doesn't just happen overnight. We experience being out of alignment so that we understand the contrast, so that we can know what being in alignment holds for us. This dichotomy is valuable to us. It is the indicator on which direction to move in. As we come into alignment, we feel ease, we feel good. We make choices that are supportive of our co-creation abilities. 
We understand that like attracts like and what we choose to focus our attention on will grow. It will magnify. The only way to redirect our thoughts is to be mindful in each moment. And because we live in an existence that honors free will, meaning the angels, guides, holy ones, source, can never interfere with our choices. I think it's interesting. Free will is so powerful. And that's why we come here and incarnate into form here on planet Earth is because they say that other planets don't exist like that. They don't have free will or free choice. So it is a gift for us to experience this duality, this contrast, so that we can feel empowered to make choices that align with our highest and greatest good and highest um, potential. And that's what makes living this life so rewarding, but also, of course, challenging, because sometimes we just want somebody else to make a decision for us. But we get to choose and we get to create and it is a wild and wonderful existence. And, you know, we signed up to be here and experience this. So might as well enjoy it while we're here. I hope today's episode helped with keeping you in alignment, but also offering yourself grace and compassion if you step out of alignment. This experience is not meant to be perfect. It's meant to be human and we are human, but we are also spiritual beings. So don't forget your magic and always know that you are pure light source divinity and you are blessed beyond measure. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. Until next time, my friends. I'd like to thank you from my whole heart for listening to today's episode. If you have any topics you'd like me to cover, any questions about this episode, or if you'd like to work with me personally, please send an email to melissa at gildedheartcoaching.com. I look forward to hearing from you. In the meantime, stay weird and wonderful, my friends.